a Pulp MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Hey, thanks for joining us again for the Rocky Mountain ATV MC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast. Rocky Mountain ATV MC is your trusted online source for parts, accessories, geared for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, dual sport bikes, ATVs, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three-day shipping. It's so easy to see why RockyMountainATVMC.com is the premier shopping destination for all of us out there. All of us freaks, dirt bike freaks, two-wheeled enthusiasts. And also, don't forget, Rutted Racing. They bring you a more fitted and more comfortable apparel line to the off-road racing community. Noticing in the industry that the only way to get a long enough shirt for the taller guy or gal was to get an oversized one that didn't fit. That's lame, and it sucks. you got to look good, especially you dudes out there. Chicks look at you. Trust me. Six foot five. Holy shit. Clint is the owner over at Rutted Racing. He noticed... That there was something that he needed to do, and this is why he started this company. Him and his wife, April, took it in their own hands to bring something new to the off-road racing world. A longer, more fitted men's clothing, and a softer, more comfortable fitting women's and children's apparel. Whether you're a taller guy or gal looking for shirts that fit, or an average guy looking for a longer yet not wider cut, Rutted Racing has you covered. You can check them out at ruttedracing.com. Or follow them at Rutted Racing. At Rutted Racing. Good people over there. They're helping us. Kiefer Tested podcast. And uh, we thank them. So please, go check out the sponsors. They help us. Um, you can also do, at Rutted Racing, you can do the Kiefer 10 or Kiefer. Uh, and get you 10% off all your orders. So, uh, yeah, check it out. And also, too, if you guys go to RockyMountainATVMC.com, you can go to... Um, RockyMountainATVMC.com forward slash Kiefer Tested and check out all the products that I like and I I run on my own shit, even if I buy them. So uh, all those things over there, you can check that page out. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, today we're going to be talking about the upcoming um, 2018 450 shootout. Shootouts are always controversial, and this is the first year I'm on my own. I'm doing it all by myself. Um, obviously with the help of Steve Mathis, we're going to team up and do our own shootout starts next Monday, but I wanted to give you guys like a preview show of what we're doing, how we're doing it, why we're doing it, and just kind of going to give you an overview of what to expect next week for this podcast and for keyforinktesting.com and pulpmx.com. So there's going to be so much information for you guys out there to you can go to my website, you can go to Steve's, you can check this podcast out. Um, a lot of avenues available for you guys to get your information if you're in the market to get a new 450 dirt bike. And uh, it's funny, I was on the show last night with Steve and we were talking about Pingree and Racer X and they don't do shootouts anymore because it's more of a pain in the ass and um, it, it's kind of like 
these guys don't do it this way. They should do it this way, blah, 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 blah. Here's the deal, guys. To me, when I was growing up, I always read shootouts, regardless if I liked them or not. I was always interested in them. Was I going to buy a bike every year? Could we afford it? No. My dad never bought me a bike every year. It was more like of a four-year program. But I don't think my dad even looked at shootouts, but he listened to me um, because he knew I read them, and he always asked me, what bike do you like? What do you think's best? Um, so, and and <laughs> be straight up, you know, I looked at motocross action and dirt rider and, and those things, and I always uh, read those shootouts just because I thought that was more of the Bible um, to guide me in the right direction. That being said, fast forward to now, I was with Dirt Rider for many years, and although it's a great avenue for you guys to read, it's just a tool, okay? It's not the Bible. Um, as a person growing up and looking at these shootouts, it's you read whoever you trust. So if you guys know some people at Motocross Action and that's who you trust, then all, by all means, go with their, their opinion and go with what they say is better. And maybe that'll help you guide you guide you to the right purchase. That's all I want out of Kiefer Inc. is to guide you guys in the right direction. I'm going to give you guys transparent information of what I think and what my riders think is the best. Um, is it 100% correct? Probably not, you know, it's it's an opinion. It's a form of an opinion. So that's why I try to get several different riders and uh, give you guys all the information that I can for each type of rider. You know, I try to use all different kinds of guys, fast, slow, big, tall, small. No women for the 450 shootout just because uh, I don't think it's, um, it really... Uh, I don't think a lot of women are out buying 450 motocross bikes. So that's more of a 250 thing, which we will include in that. So if you guys trust Jody, by all means, read his stuff. If you guys trust Michael over at Vital, by all means, read his stuff. I'm not telling you my shit's better or, or you should come to my side. I'm just letting you guys know that um, if you do trust me, which I hope you guys do, and that's why you're listening to this, is you guys will take it to heart, um, you know, what we think and what the results are, and hopefully that's a tool for you to go spend your money um, in the right direction, because as you guys know, and you get to know me more on this podcast and through Pulp MX show, um, I, I really take it to heart to what you guys think and what you guys want, and I try to steer you guys in the right direction, so that's what we're trying to do here. I love shootouts, and um, I believe in them. And I'm going to continue to do them just for the simple fact that I like to read them myself. And the old saying goes, chances are if you like something, other people do as well. So um, that's what I'm going with. That's what we're doing. So anyway, getting right down to it, we're going to start on Monday. Um, obviously, we're going to have the six bikes. We're going to have KTM 450, Husky, Suzuki, Cowie, Honda, and Yamaha. People are asking me, are you going to include the KTM 350? No, I am not. And the reason is, um, well, one, I've done it before. Um, I put the 350 in the 450 shootout, and it just never works out. That's not to say that bike isn't good. That bike is hella fun. It's so fun to ride. It, it's great. Honestly, if I wasn't racing and riding you know, consistently, I would probably own a 350 because it's that much fun to ride. But 
I like to be a little bit lazier and having that 450 torque is important to me. So I don't think that bike fits in the 450 shootout. I believe that bike's a standalone type of bike. Um, like I said, it never fared well out of all the riders in the shootout. They always said it's super fun to ride, but you know, it always ranked down in the fifth to sixth category. So I don't think that's given it a fair shake. And that's not to say that some other magazine elements aren't going to include them. So that's their personal opinion. I just think it doesn't fit in this shootout. So we're not going to do that. But basically, uh, like I said, I'm going to use eight to 10 riders, um, and how we do it is, we know, obviously, we show up, um, we're going to ride all the bikes. None of our riders talk to each other. I have a, a, a long sheet for them to fill out between each bike. I make them fill it out after each time um, they get off of a bike. And how we usually do it, just to, I like to give you guys out there all the information that I give my riders. So I feel like, you know, I want you guys to be along for the ride, the shootout ride, so to speak, if you aren't there. So um, I tell my guys, hey, when you get on the bike, set the sag, do all that, check your levers, your bars, get comfortable, go out on the track, ride it, um, just how it comes stock from the dealership, okay? Um, I want you guys to ride all the bikes just like that with sag set, bar set, and do a whole rotation just like that and get an initial opinion on that on that by each bike and then after you do a one complete rotation go back and look at your notes and then do another rotation of all the adjustments you want so let's say you go back to the husky uh, fc 450 you're like okay i need the fork a little stiffer um from where the the manual says you know where it comes stock from the dealership so they'll go back and they'll adjust and they'll go ride it so this is where being in shape somewhat helps. For those of the guys that are bigger in my shootout and maybe don't ride all the time, um, they know not to go out for 20 minutes on their first round so they're blown out for the second round. So they're, they're pieces of shits and they can't evaluate for the second round. So you got to be smart as a test guy. Uh, and if you're not in shape, that's what I'm saying. If you're not in shape, you got to be smart. And if you are in shape, just know don't pop your cherry on the first go-around and blow your wad. So pace yourself. Um, if you're tired and blown out, you're no good to our shootout. And you're no good to the reader and the listener that is trying to get some feedback from us. So basically that's how we do it. We do one full rotation of how the bike comes stock. That gives you an impression right away of what it's like just to ride it pulling out of the dealership. And then the second round is more like, hey, I'm a guy going the track after I broke in my bike and I want to make some adjustments. If you're an airport guy, you got to make some adjustments. You know, if you want some stiffer high speed hold up, you're going to make those adjustments on the second round. So that's basically how we do it. Um, at the end of the day, you complete your notes um, from your adjustments and then you rank them, you know, from each track. I'm going to three separate tracks this year. Most likely going to Sunrise, which is I know most manufacturers go to to set up their new production bikes because I've been involved, so I know who goes there, who goes where to test. Um, and then I'm going to go to Glen Helen because that setting right there is very very good for most um, every track in Southern California, and also going to the Midwest. If you have a good Glen Helen setting, you're most of the time maybe from 
Colorado east, that setting will be good. Um, and then I'm probably going to go to Apollo, which is a more jumpier type track. Um, we were going to go to Milestone, but I feel like going to Sunrise kind of takes care of that tighter um, area um, where it helps with cornering. Sunrise is, encompasses everything except hills, so I think cornering, choppy, all that type of terrain, um, Sunrise helps those settings. Glen Helen's good for hills and hold up and uh, super rough conditions. Paula's good for hold up for jumpier conditions. So with those three bikes, I'm going to crown a winner. Um, but we will be getting back to you next week after each day we're going to have the ranking at the track from all of us. So I will break down each rider's ranking. I will also have a couple guys with me for like a round table. So we'll discuss their opinions on the bike and also um, the other riders' um, rankings. So we'll use that like a motocross score. We'll tally up all the scores and have a one through six ranking from each track. And it, at the end of all those three days, we will have an overall champion, and that's how we'll rank the bikes. So after three days of riding, you will know who rises to the top very, very easily. So um, three different tracks, three different types of terrain. Um, so it's a very thorough shootout. Um, I wanted to do something a little different, so that's why I wanted to do a podcast after each day just to kind of give you guys an opinion and uh, some results. And as a, actually, like I said before in the shoot in, in this podcast, I want you guys along for the ride that can't be here with me. Um, hopefully next year I'm going to do like a contest to, to bring a reader slash listener with, with us to our shootouts. Uh, I think that's important to get you guys more involved, and that's why we're doing this podcast, to be more interactive. And um, like you said, like I said, I've always told you guys, you can reach me at chris at keyforinktesting.com. I will try my best to get back to you. This shootout is no different. I've had several emails from people asking me what bike they should buy. I tell them lots of emails back that they went and purchased the bike that I kind of directed them to. And they're happy. So hopefully this shootout and this podcast series that's coming up will uh, help you guys spend the money in the right direction. So those are the three tracks I'm going to. As far as riders, guys, I'm going to have, obviously, I have to pick riders that are trustworthy. Um, I know them as people. I know there's no bullshit. I'll give you guys a quick example. I'm going to use Tyler Bowers, right? Some of you guys out there saying, oh, he's a Cowie guy. Well... Straight up, yeah, he got a bike from Cowie, um, but he, there's no obligation from him to rank the Cowie first. And I know Tyler uh, personally, so I know he's just not going to be like, yep, Cowie won. That's just not him. So there's not enough for him to uh, say, hey, Kiefer, um, I can't come because Cowie gave me a bike. Well, I get bikes from every manufacturer, so where does that leave me? So. He's not getting paid by Kawasaki. He's straight up honest guy. I know he can evaluate well. He's a good opinion for a lot of bigger dudes out there. Yeah, he's hella fast, but I know he abuses bikes. And for the heavier rider that's out there that uh, maybe doesn't ride as fast, you still get lots of abuse. So, gonna use him. Gonna use a couple local guys here. Gonna use a vet rider. Um, going to have a, a vet intermediate type of rider. Uh, I'm going to use an older vet pro like Ty Davis. 
Um, he's a good evaluator. He can. Uh, he really knows how to pick a bike a bike apart, especially with suspension. He knows suspension really well. Um, he's seen a lot of things about. Uh, he's seen the WP fork um, evolve. He knows KYB. Um, I mean, if you look back on his career, and I think Mathis did a podcast with him not too long ago about how he won his championship, and he used a different manufacturer's fork on his bike. Um, he was, uh, he was. You'll you'll see it. You'll hear it in the podcast if you don't know the story. But he was using another manufacturer's fork, and uh, on his bike that he won the championship on, he kind of got in trouble. So he's not he's not one to shy away from using different stuff, mix matching, just to try to make the best bike. So I thought he would be a great test rider. So he's on board. Um, getting him on the podcast is one thing. I don't know if I'll be able to do that, but um, at least you guys will have me, and I will have all of his notes, and we can break all of his notes down just like every other test rider. So um, after the first day of, of testing, we'll put up the podcast. If you guys want to know more notes on each rider, hit me up on my email, and we'll elaborate more on, uh, on, the, guys, on the guys' notes. Hey guys, you're looking to get a t-shirt made? Go to screenprintingdone.com. These guys produce t-shirts, hoodies, and hats for every occasion. Whether you need t-shirts for your employees, t-shirts for your track, or t-shirts for your event. If you got a moto event coming up, these guys can do it. These guys make everything happen t-shirt related. Maybe you're wanting to start your own clothing brand. You know, if you're a young guy out there, you want to have a logo made up, get a logo made up, send these guys that, they'll make some t-shirts, sell them, make some money for your... Uh, you're racing for 2018. It's a good idea. Whatever you need, these guys can take care of you. Mention Kiefer in the contact when you email them and get 10 free shirts. You know, you say, you know, sell them for 20 bucks. That's 200 bucks you're making right there. Boom, 10 free shirts. Even if you only order 10 tees, get 10 free. Okay? Mention Kiefer, do it, you get 10 free shirts. So going back to the test riders, you know, um, I use a lot of them just for the simple fact of, you know, everyone has an opinion. And I try to encompass everything. But the podcast lineup and how I'm going to type it. So I'm going to have um, the podcast of three, probably four podcasts total for this shootout. One for each day of testing and then one special podcast for the final rankings. And we'll talk about settings and uh, things you can do to the bike. Things that we found out that you can do to each bike to make them better. So, uh Monday, I will be out at Sunrise Testing. Hopefully Monday night, I will blast another podcast out and give you guys some rankings and some opinions. So when you wake up Tuesday morning, you will have a fresh 450 shootout podcast to listen to. And you and your buddies can bench race and talk shit and tell me how Vital's better and Vital did this or Motocross Action said this and Kiefer didn't. Kiefer's a piece of shit. Whatever you want to do, it's still fun to talk about, right? I have some testing, I think, Tuesday. So Tuesday we will take shootouts off. I'm going to try to hit up Wednesday or Thursday. More likely on a Thursday at Glen Helen. Another round of testing on the bikes. Thursday night I will come back, do another podcast. And Friday morning you will have something to wake up to and talk shit on again. <laughs> and uh, you have to... Uh, Stretch it out over the weekend, and then the following week, I will go to Paula and do another round of testing. Um, get back to you on Monday night. You'll have a podcast to wake up to Tuesday. So 
Over the course of one week, we should be done with this shootout, doing um, three different tracks. And then hopefully midweek, following week, we will do a wrap-up final ranking shootout result. Get you guys the winner. And hopefully have a bunch of settings you guys will go to. And for those of you that already have purchased a bike, have those settings you know to try. And for those of you that haven't purchased a bike... Um, it will guide you to the right direction. Um, I am having manufacturers come out Monday. I didn't want to. Um, this was kind of a nightmare for me um, going on the transparency here um, thing here. Uh, originally, I emailed all the manufacturers, told them I didn't want any of them to come because I can handle everything myself. But I know manufacturers want to make sure that everything's taken care of on their bike. It's done the right way. I mean, it's their bike. Um, going to the shootout, and they want it to be it the best it can be. Um, but I, I know I can check SAG myself. I can make adjustments myself. All of my guys can do that. Um, but one one manufacturer wanted to come out, so that led me to invite everyone. I just can't have one manufacturer out and not everyone. So I give the option for every manufacturer to come out. So I assume most of them will come out, and if they do not come out, if the manufacturer has a is busy, which how many media outlets there are, there's shit ton of them, right? Um, I don't know what other media outlets do, but if those manufacturers don't show up, they kind of frown on that. And they're like, oh, you know, whatever, we got to do our own bike work, and maybe they rank the bike down. We do not do that here at Kiefer Inc. We care if you come. We'd love to have you. But if you do not show up, it doesn't reflect on your bike's score. I don't give a shit, okay? I can use a hammer and a punch, set my sag. I can use a flat blade screwdriver. I can put couplers in. That's okay. Um, I, I'm going to rank this bike. If you, if the manufacturer doesn't show up, I'm going to rank these bikes how they perform on the track. So this is not a smoke and mirror show. You don't need to bring your rig. You don't need to feed me sandwiches. You don't need to do none of that stuff. I'm ranking this stuff purely on performance on the track. Now, that being said, I've been doing this for 16 years. I've been to so many shootouts. These manufacturers work their balls off, guys. For those of you listening to this, driving or whatever, and haven't been to a shootout, there are several, several shootouts, and I just added to their plate. Kiefer Inc. testing wasn't in existence for media testing last year because I was with Dirt Rider. So here I am. I pop into this scene, right? Hey, guys, I need bikes. I need, I'm going to do the shootouts. Well, that just creates more work for these guys out there, okay? And they're already spread thin. There's, I think there's maybe one or two guys per media. Um, and each manufacturer has one or two media guys to help all of us um, take care of our and babysit our shit, so to speak. Well, you got Dirt Bike Magazine, you got Motocross Action, you got Vital, you got Dirt Rider, you got Racer X that does stuff. Not shootouts, but they do new bike testing. You got DirtBikes.com, you got all these Cycle World, you got Cycle News, you got things that pop up. And it seems all of us plan the shootouts because everyone wants their shit out first, you know. Um you got these guys spread thin and it's a busy time for them. You know, they got to prep bikes, they got to wash bikes, they got to babysit all of us assholes. So it's a tough thing for them. I give them so much credit for dealing with our, um, 
bipolar ass, so to speak. And I'm sure I don't know about other magazines, but I've seen some of the writers and test writers that other media outlets use, and it blows my mind that they're using them. And I listen to their feedback to the manufacturer, and these manufacturers are like, what in the hell are these guys talking about? Why are they using this test writer? Because he has no idea how to test. So hopefully I have the right test guys, and they don't say that about my dudes because that's a reflection on me, right? So um, I want to give a big thanks to the manufacturers out there for helping me doing this stuff, um, prepping the bikes, and getting this um, all ready for actually for you guys out there. So if it wasn't for the manufacturer um, giving me these bikes, we wouldn't be having this. So I'm glad they trust in me, and uh, it's important for you guys to let them know um, that you trust in our shootouts and you listen because that uh, makes us have more product, more bikes, and we can give you guys more information. So um, these guys do work their balls off, and uh, it's hot, and you know, there's 250F shootout and a 450 shootout, so um, they're spread thin. So we will have sh uh, manufacturer day the first day. Some of them will show up. But the rest of the days, we will be doing it on our own, and hopefully we'll have a direction by the first day when we try to go that direction each track, and we will make the changes. So um, I get a lot of uh, emails slash DMs slash text messages about, Kiefer, how come you don't come to the East Coast and, and do these shootouts? Honestly, guys, I would love to. I would love to do a couple days out here west and do a couple days out there in the East. And possibly this may happen... Um, next year, I'll have more budget. I'll have more connections back east to get some bikes. And we'll do a, a an all-encompassing um, North America shootout. Like, I think it's important because you guys back east have different terrain. I know this, okay? I've been back east. I just went to Loretta's. It's a different animal out there. Um, I'll give you a perfect example. I used the KTM 450 SXF to race Loretta's. I chose that bike because I really enjoyed that bike out west, okay? I thought I went to Zaka, it was ruddy, it's sticky, tacky, but honestly, like, uh, honestly, it's just a different feeling. Like, that bike wasn't the same, it didn't feel the same um, at Loretta's that it did out here. I would have liked more bottom in, kind of make it feel lighter coming in out of corners, you know, because uh, it's a smoother type of power coming down low, and it kind of felt heavy when the track was heavy and deep and ruddy. So um, I get it, guys. I understand it. I'll try to get back east next year. I'll hopefully have more budget, maybe get another uh, presenting sponsor, and that'll kind of help feed that uh, avenue for us to get back east and do some more... Um, East Coast testing. So that is on the horizon. I am not blind to it. I'll work on it, and uh, hopefully next year we will have that. Um, as far as um, gear and all, uh, you guys asked me about what gear you're going to wear. I try to get everybody in different sets of gear for photos for my keyforinktesting.com article that I will write. That will be up after the podcast because I figure all of you guys can get the, the information ASAP through this, which will be mostly the same shit that I'll have up on keyforinktesting.com. I will have uh, the rankings of each bike. I will break down each bike, but uh, I feel like this podcast is the, the new wave of getting information. Um, everyone else is doing it digitally. Everyone else has it on print. I'm trying to be a little bit different 
and hopefully it's easier for you guys to uh, digest information this way versus having to read uh, a whole thing on uh, on your computer screen or in a magazine. So a magazine, you ain't going to get this information for two months. So, um, But I will have it for you guys that are old school that want to read it and want to look at the settings um, online. So we will do that within a week or two after shootouts are done. And then I will also do another little spin on the shootouts from um, for Pulp MX and just kind of talk about each bike and why it was ranked um, what it was ranked and maybe do a little something different. I try to keep my keyframe stuff and Pulp stuff separate and different so it's something new to read for you guys. So if you do go to PulpMX.com and read my stuff, you can always go to KieferInkTesting.com and most of the 90% of it will be different. So you'll read something a little bit different. Um, I'm true to try to put a lot of rider information up on Pulp's, um, Steve's site, Pulp site. And that way if you guys are a six foot, 220 pound rider and you want to look at, you know, what direction you guys want to go, you can go to Pulp MX's site and you can read one of my test guys, you know, six foot, 215 pound rider and what he ranked and you can correlate it with each other. So this is all exciting news, guys. I Hopefully you guys listen, and I'm going to have a great time doing this. Um, Monday night, we'll we'll get it kicked off. And um, give me some feedback out there when you guys, um, next week, when you guys listen. And um, give me some feedback, what you guys like, what you guys didn't like. Uh, I'm not scared to hear things that, um, that need improvement. Um, over time, you know, I've actually got a better mic here, so it doesn't sound like shit. First show with Travis, sound a little sketchy. It's getting better. I'm working on getting another uh, piece to the puzzle where I can have callers call in and we can get um, more pulpy, so to speak, where we can talk about dirt bikes and instead of having the guys here at my house recording, we can uh, we can just call in and uh, I'll maybe take some calls and we can talk about um, um, dirt bikes, but. Uh, also, for you guys out there wondering about the Suzuki RMZ450, I haven't got it yet from Suzuki just because when I was at Loretta Lynn's, uh, my test guy Dom crashed the shit out of the bike and broke some things on it. So they had to get the parts for the bike, and that's why Kiefer Inc. doesn't have a bike, and it's a little weak or too late compared to other, other media outlets because those guys didn't stack up the bike. My guy did, so they had to get parts. Um, I'm getting the bike this week. If I do get it in time to do a first impression, I will put up a podcast this week. If not, it's going directly into the shootout, um, and uh, we will get all the information up to you guys through the shootout. So um, don't stress. I didn't do a KTM Husky one first impression pod because, um, one, it's I'm just getting them this week. That bike hasn't changed much. Um, I did a YZ250F pod for those of you asking, hey, that bike hasn't changed either, but you did one. Well, I got that from Yamaha, so I had time to do it, and I wanted to do it, so I put it up there. But uh, a lot of it has to do with time, and I'm only one guy. So um, between doing this, Kiefer Inc. stuff, and Pulp stuff, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm working as hard as I can for you guys. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoy the, the shootout. We're going to have some laughs. We're going to have some information. We're going to have a lot of transparency, probably some cuss words thrown in. Um, if something doesn't work good, I'm sure you will hear shit, the word shit, a lot. 
Um, so we try to keep it real here, have some fun, and uh, give you guys all the information. Look forward to seeing you guys soon at the track. And thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. And we'll keep this ball rolling and uh, try to make some history here in the testing world. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. See you on the other side of the 2018 450 MX shootout. Woo! Later, guys.